Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello! And welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this, Billy DeBoer. It's Nick Cross for me as always. Is- hey, it's me, Lee Michael Kimbrell. How's it going, Nasty Boys and Girls across that whole wide world? They're good. They're not dead. They're fine. This is good. They're purple. They're, yeah, exactly. They're very purple. Yeah, they are on the right side of the earth. Or on the left. Yeah, they're not in. I was not even going into politics. I'm talking about <laughs> not in the ground. They're fucking alive. Yeah, they're all alive, and that's really all that Thanks matters. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys are doing well. I'm not just saying that because that's what I say. Uh, yeah, no, this is a I genuine. Hope this podcast reaches you well. Hope it reaches you well professionally, Lee Michael Kimbrell. I, hey, man, I'm Walter Cronkite of the of this age. Oh, Cronkite. That's what I would call Keep myself. Keep it crunk, Daddy. Keep it Cronkite. Uh, good night. And good luck. Is, or that wasn't Walter Cronkite. Who uh, was that? I think that was Walter Cronkite. Good night and good luck. Or some uh, like their names were so crazy. Just like yeah. Stone Rockman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Stone Rockman. Tim McHittalady. Yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Bob Gunn. I'm looking it up right now. Good night and good luck. Uh, I might be right. I might be wrong. Okay. Well, it's a movie, first of all. Um, okay, it was directed by George Clooney Yes, it was And, um, come on here Main cast Edward R. Murrow that was Edward, his, Edward Murrow Edward Murrow Who died at the age of 57, April 27th, 1965 Man Good night and good luck he was great. Oh, you got COVID? I got jeweled. <laughs> got jeweled. I got jeweled hard in the car today. Man, you can jewel yourself hard. I got to stop this shit. I've probably said that a million times on the pod. <laughs> but, dude, that archetype character of, like, the 50s, 60s, 70s, you know, like, uber-masculine newsman right. that, yeah. like, Ron Burgundy took right. and, like, made it so perfectly that, like, that was such a... What a strange era of the times. You know how they were so masculine with their, they were smoking on air with their hair slicked back. Drinking whiskey on air, delivering the news. There were three channels. Well, here's the crazy part. Look at those suits and how big the tails were yeah, on were the gigantic. front of their coats. I'm like, that's not, that's not the most flamboyant thing I've ever I know, seen. I know, so thick. I know, it's, it's wild. But that's, that's the thing that strikes me so weird is we live now where it's just like, you know, 24-hour everything you ever want. Yeah, right there. Never stops. Well, back then, those those people on the news, those guys were just like bigger than fucking life. Yeah, like there were there were only three channels. Yeah, my dad was alive when there were three channels, and then once the last TV show was over, it was just the American flag. 
with the national anthem playing. Until six in the morning. Until six in the morning. And then it was like, here's the news. This is what happened. Yeah. But now we just live in a constant state of like, I know what's happening. <laughs> Fuck. Like, there's no escaping it. None whatsoever. I, do, I think the people on the news now should be drinking. I mean, they're already I mean, just so like, they're all just fake fucking human beings. Correct. You know, just drink. Let's, let's let the demons come out. Let's let them come out. And also, don't you think that, like, you turn on CNN at 3.30 in the morning and they're live? Like, don't you kind of think some... They're on Adderall. Like, they have to be on all the methamphetamines. Yeah. Sure, you're sipping your coffee, but you've been up since yesterday. It's the unsung hero or villain, depending on how you want to look at it, of, like, really... America is Adderall. Correct. It's like we... Like, this country is, like... Fueled by amphetamines It has been forever Hollywood, the government Like they're all just like raging on Coke or Coke made by Pfizer Yeah And they have been forever Since it was a fucking thing Yeah, I mean Trump has been known to crush up Adderall And snort it at his desk That is so fucking crazy What are the odds that he's doing that right now? Um, not bad, I would say I wouldn't say There's 24 hours in a day He sleeps for three of them Hanging upside down by his feet in a cave (laughs) And, uh I'd, I'd say he's awake right now, so the odds of him uh, snorting some Adderall, Adderall are probably pretty good. They're really good. I wish there was a place where I could go bet on that or even just go bet on politics. Oh, I mean, you probably could. Is there something significant coming up in politics in the next couple of days? Uh, I know, like, I read something about it yesterday, but I can't recall. You know, I can't. I, can't I was either. reading it while I was uh, waiting in line to vote yesterday. What is coming up? I don't know. I haven't had enough celebrities tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, I go. Oh, it's election oh, on yeah, November third, yeah, and you can bet. It. You could actually put your money and you know and bet different ways. You can bet many different ways, and I know a place where you can do that and bet on all types of sports. That place is BetOnline.ag. The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff. And the MLB playoffs are over. We'll get to that later. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on all everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. My gosh. Head to BetOnline today and use the promo code armchair Ooh. to take advantages of all the great sign-up bonuses. What is it again? Bet online. Your online sports experts head to bet online today and use the promo code armchair, armchair to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Thank you, bet online. Thank you so and much. armchair while we're at it. And armchair. You guys have been so swell. I wonder how specific bet online is going to get with some of those election props. Because, I mean, it's like you're not going to win big money betting on just Biden or Trump. No. But, like, you could probably parlay the presidential winner with, like, which city burns to the ground first in a prop bet and make some pretty good money. (laughs) Oh, what do you think the over-under is for Joe Jorgensen in the percentage of the national polls? That's interesting. See, that's the other parlay bet. What is the percentage that Kanye West is going to get? Those are the bets. Those are Those huge are the bets. bets is how much, what, like, man, that is going to be so crazy. I've been so caught up in just Trump and Biden and, like, you know, those are the only two realistic people that could As win. much as it sucks, But yes. it, I really haven't given myself the time to, like, think about how fucking crazy it is. Like, what if Kanye carries, I mean, one and a half percent? 
I was thinking 1.3. You know, like that is so, that is just fucking crazy. I mean, that's more than what I, I would like, to, I should know this. I wonder what the most percentage points a third party has ever gotten. Oh, that's a, um, it was, um, a, da, 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 was Teddy it Roosevelt. Oh. Remember when he started the bull party? Yeah, that's right. And it was right. like 35%. Yeah, he almost won. He did. He yeah, did. that's interesting. Yep. So there you go. I forgot about that. I mean, in like the recent, because what? We've grown up with like Ralph Nader. Right, which was a crock Bob of Dole. shit. Bob Dole. Bob a Republican. Oh, yeah, he was a Republican. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Uh, My parents Ra- made me vote for him when I was eight. Nader's the... Or was it younger? He's the Green Party guy that comes to my mind. But, like, yeah, I don't know. This, yeah, Jorgensen and fucking Kanye West. That was the weirdest thing was it wasn't wearing a mask in the courthouse. It wasn't standing in line six days before the election to vote. It it wasn't the entire team of women above the age of 96 running (laughs) the entire operation. Right. It It wasn't the... Boardroom filled with tables and dividers with the sounds of pins filling in bubbles. Yeah. I was sitting down and saying on my official United States ballot the name Kanye West. It's on there. It's on there. Do you know how hard it, it is? It is so crazy. It's so hard you don't, to not bubble it in. Dude. You have no idea. <laughs> oh, I do. It's so hard to not bubble it in. For four years, <laughs> I have been jokingly Kanye 2020. Hyped! I have everything you can get from Kanye on vinyl. Yeah, I have a line to Yandi, the album he was supposed to release instead of yeah. Jesus is King. I'm waiting for a record store to call me back because they have a bootleg vinyl for me that's coming in. No way. Yes, that's how locked in I am. Yeah, I've got a mixtape from 2001 on vinyl that's from Kanye, crazy. and you're telling me that I can't look down and vote for my favorite fucking crazy person? Yeah, the yeah Come the most on. prolific person of our age of our generation think about it this is a guy who went from rapping about stealing money out of the register at gap to now being on the board at gap i know i can't vote for him to be president yeah i you can't you gotta tell i know you know what i know know. here's what i say to all the haters you can't tell me nothing right (laughs) you can't tell me nothing right (laughs) i know so i'm fucking i'm doing it did you listen to him on rogan I haven't yet because I was I was watching the Alex or Alex Smith, not the quarterback for the, the broke ass leg. Team. Uh, I was watching the Alex Jones, Tim Dillon. Oh yeah, Joe Rogan. I watched that one. What it? How how meta is this? Listening to a podcast while talking about a podcast. Yeah, um, I mean that's what it has evolved into. Most of my life is just which podcast I'm listening which to. Which podcast or which screen is going to be in front of my face? Yeah, today. man. Um, <sighs> here's what I think. I think Alex Jones is one of the most entertaining people on the planet to watch. Yeah. How fucking hyped he gets. How psyched he gets. How he just fires out this information. He thinks that he has that is correct. Yeah. And then just talks so fast and then links it to frogs being gay. Yeah. Let that be on YouTube. Yeah. But people, if they want to believe that what he's saying is accurate and real, go for it. Agreed. I think no one should be censored unless you are on air and you are molesting a child that you have in a cage. Like, that shouldn't be on YouTube. Right. Or someone being murdered. That shouldn't be on YouTube. But, like, let them fucking go. And I I agree with that. I do agree with that. And really all you're doing by disbanding 
and taking away a platform for a crazy person like Alex Jones is just fanning the flames of his beliefs and the people that follow him belief. Right. You you don't You're giving him a you, bigger platform. Yeah, you know, I mean well, I mean, yes. And I can see people that are mad at Joe Rogan for giving him a huge platform, but they've known each other for a quarter century. And, and Joe fucking schooled him the entire time. Yep. You know? Joe. Joe. Hey, Well, Alex, Joe was sober. Tim down. Dillon was sober. And, and Jones was a half a, a bottle, bottle of bourbon in. And yep. it's like, if you, if you hate Alex Jones, then, I mean, he didn't come out looking good. But then that's the thing, that's the crux of a guy like that is like most of it is such negative energy and his proponents are the people, or his opponents are the people. It's like it, spreading that into the world can lead to some more of the angst and the anger and the unknowing. And disinformation is dangerous. But like he has been right a number of times. Yeah. He has called out some pretty crazy shit. Um, yeah, I... Yeah, I know. But by taking away the platform, like I was saying before, before I went off on an Alex Jones tangent, but by by deplatforming him, the message that that sends to the people that love him and believe in him are like, oh, well, why can't he say that? You're taking it down. It must be true. Right. It's like I can see that line of thinking. I can see, I can follow that line, yep. especially in the brains of somebody who it's like, if who want to believe it, sure. you know, so much of it is just wanting to believe it. A conspiracy. Uh, I, I think a lot of people are into conspiracy theories because their life is fucksville and they want it to be something else's fault. I think we, you know, like we all do that. Like we all rationalize ourselves um, to the point where we don't feel about, feel bad about like our standing, yeah. you know. But like, if there's a goddamn reptile, reptilian, pedophile, satanic cabal behind the scenes, well, fucking no shit. My life is dog shit, man. I got yeah. four kids behind on the mortgage. My <laughs> wife left me. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like I'm a goddamn alcoholic. I worked in this job. I worked in this factory in my hometown, like my daddy and his daddy did. Yeah. But then that fucking factory is in goddamn China now, man. And it's because of the fucking reptiles, you know. And it's, <laughs> and it's like I get it's it's just blame game. It's yeah. just the blame game. Like conspiracies have taken on a whole different fucking thing in the last year, man. What Jeff said in one of his jokes a while ago that I thoroughly enjoy was like, I believe in all of the conspiracy theories because it's more fun to than to not to. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's totally true. Yeah. 100%. It's more fun to believe that and not just to hide from your, in, in, like, your, your insignificant, not insignificant, your, you, you know, the, the validity of your feelings or the validity of your life, but more of the, the feeling of like, why not? Yeah. There's something out there I don't know about. It's just kind it's of an wild. it's kind of like an agnostic take on life. Right. Like you can either throw your hands up and be like, Jesus Christ, there's just too fucking much or you're like, oh, there's so much. There's yeah. too everything. Nothing's real. And it's right. like that I've always uh taken in conspiracy theories as like a form of entertainment. Like, it Same. is a thought experiment on a good one. And then the silly, wacky ones, 
where the guy is like in his mom's basement on YouTube and his hair, mm-hmm. you know, and he looks like a fucking incel. That's funny. It's really you know funny. what I'm saying. So, but it, but it's just taken on this different beast now because like what Tim Dillon said was that uh, a conspiracy theory is just a news story that the news isn't reporting as news yet. Right. You know, billionaire fuck island sounded like pretty far fetched. Right. And and, and it's, it's real. It's real. Uh, so I don't know. It's. I just, but I don't know. It, yeah. The Jones and the Jones and Dylan one was, it was fun. But here's the thing with that, that like what you were just talking about with the fuck island and everything and how it's become less whimsical. I remember being a kid and my grandpa and I going to United Dairy Farmers to get malts. And every time we would pick up the Weekly World News. And on the cover would be Bat Boy, which is my favorite. Yeah, or, or Princess or, Diana. Or Princess Diana. Or it's like... Pyramids came pir- proof that al- that p- pyramids were built by aliens covered in raccoon fur. Yeah, like that. Crazy stuff. You're like that's wild, and now it's just like Trump has a third dick, or mm-hmm. like Trump has. It's like or it's like Joe Biden is a reptile. Yeah, and it's actually become closer to the truth, or something along those lines. That like whatever the truth is that you would want to deem it to be. Yeah. So it's not as much fun. You're absolutely right. It sucks. Here's what's more crazy. I'm driving down 275. I'm going through Sharonville. I'm on my way to Fairfield to make a delivery. And I'm, you know where like that micro center is? Yeah. And then there's that company before that to the left that makes signs. They make the light up sign. Yeah. They had a sign that said, it was like, a, I forget what the quote was from. It's like, you can choose to believe whatever you want to believe, but the unknown is what's most important. Huh. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And then the next slide, <laughs> all big caps with a compass underneath it. It says, read alternate media. No shit. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, that's some crazy bonkers. That's some crazy shit to see in fucking Fairfield in fucking, the middle of Ohio. And the, on fucking 275. I know. Just, letting, just saying to believe anything out there. Yeah, I mean, there's the internet has just opened up everything so much. There's a, a got there's a goddamn high res camera with good sound in everyone's pocket at all times, and like, I don't think I got this across though. It is a three story sign. It's fucking huge. I wonder who like those you would see at the ballpark. Are. They build signs for businesses. And normally when I would drive by it, it's like, hey, this could improve your business. Look what it did for these people who sell office chairs. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, read Breitbart. Read Breitbart. That's so wild. Fucking insane. Alternative media. Read alternative media. Yeah. I mean, you also like Jesus define, Christ. you also just kind of got to define what a conspiracy is. Like you could, you, you know what's really weird is that um, I can't remember the name. It's one of the biggest pharmaceutical companies, the one who created OxyContin. Oh yeah, they fu- they got fucked. They just got sued. Yeah, class action, ten billion dollars. Lost a ton of money. Dissolved the company. Dissolved the company and like created themselves like a new company so that they didn't have to like be liable for the full ten billion. Of course, and uh, it's just not in the news. The opiate epidemic is one of the... It, it crushed America, especially our part of America, yeah. harder than just about anything ever has. I will say this, though. What the fuck? And I will it's say... It's not even in the news. 
So like, I, I will say this though, it did come across my Twitter. Like, it was a headline on my Twitter. Oh, it was there, but I like, I guess in light of the election and everything, like, I'm just that is just such an incredibly big development, right? And I mean, you could lump that if a conspiracy is, you know, acting in a coercive way to keep what the truth or the full story or whatever it is, like the media is at the forefront of that, right? Right. They control this. You sound like a crazy person, but like by definition, the media, the news outlets that most of Americans go to, they do control the conversation. Always. They like Twitter controls the conversation and you get into, it goes back to censoring. If you have the news and Twitter and Facebook tailoring the information that we see, I mean, Ep- Epstein, Maxwell swept under the rug, turned into a silly meme. Right. You know, this the the producers of OxyContin are fucking sued till they not even a company any, anymore, just swept under the rug. Yeah, like it. That is that's that is fishy. Well, f- it is very fishy. Of course, it is because well, I mean, to be honest, do we ever really know anything? No. Like, we're always being, we're always, like, just told this, and even before, like, like back in the heyday, when people called, you know, do you remember when America was great? We had, we had our local newspaper, we had our local newspaper, we had the big paper, like, New York Times. Why the fuck is it doing this? I'm sorry, there's still some technical difficulties going on here. You had, you had, like, three. What the fuck? Hold on. We got technical difficulties. If you're still listening, hang in there, baby. Sweet Bill, take yourself a deep breath. We'll be okay. Unless we're not. Let me just check and see here. This is still good. Um, You had, like, your normal papers. You had your local papers, which there used to be way more of. Think about Cincinnati had the Enquirer, the Cincinnati Post, and then every neighborhood had their paper, too. Like, my my dad worked, and my grandpa... Prince been dead, dog. Like, the Mount Washington Press. So that's where you got, like, your local news. And then you fucking got the big city paper. And then on top of that, you had a couple national papers. Yeah. And then your three stations. Now it's... Never not something. It's always something. I was sitting, like, if you can get it whenever you want. Like, I was laying here. I realized it was, like, bad because I was laying here on the couch. I was playing my Switch, and I had the TV on, and then I paused, and I went scrolling through Twitter on my phone. Oh, dude, I do that all the time. And then, over, and then I've got, like, a little centipede thing here. I look over, and Alicia's on her, on her laptop. I'm you got like, your laptop open, TV on, phone activated, Switch going. Everything. You have everything going at every moment of every day. Dude, you know what? I'm There's about no time to ourselves to develop our own thoughts because it's constantly being pushed at us. I'm about, yeah. I'm a, you know what I'm about to be? I'm about to be one of those people that wears blue blocker glasses. Oh, shit. I'm gonna get You're going to get them, get. I'm going to get them. I, I, the science behind it seems pretty firm, and even if it's not, it will make me feel better about the amount of screens I'm staring at. Oh, the blue, like the blue lens glasses? No, they're not blue lens. They block blue light. So it, it's, I listened to a podcast about it. It's all about like your circadian rhythm yeah. and your body. And like when we're laying in bed, I say we, how about me? When I'm laying in <laughs> Dude, bed, we've looking all at laid my in phone, bed. laying in bed, looking at my phone right up to the bitter end right. with the TV on, that is super bad for us. Oh, it's like, terrible. Physiologically, 
something about like there are little receptors right underneath our eyes, mm-hmm. and inside of our eyes, and when it, the, the the rhythm is when the sun goes down, our bodies evolutionarily there's no more light. Mm-hmm. There might be some firelight, but that's a different thing. But when we are just laying in bed with the light in our that blue light in our eyes. It like activates our brain. It, it it stops producing melatonin. It stops producing the ser- like the sleep stuff, right? And everything. So by wearing these blue blockers past eight o'clock, you can like kind of kick yourself back into a little circadian rhythm. That makes sense. So I'm 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 gonna do it, baby. I believe in that. I'm getting me some blue blocks. I believe that because like I've been um, this whole week. I've been as soon as I get in bed, I don't scroll through my phone anymore. I put it to the side. Because it'll fuck up my sleep pattern. Mm-hmm. And then what's even worse is it makes me anxious. Yeah. So I'll just be scrolling through. Then I think about my day and I think about if I fucked, fucked anything up, if I if I crossed it, if I fucked any, anybody over. Like, of course. Work, I think about comedy, I think about everything. It goes through my head. It goes through my head. And then I'm like, I told myself, like I, I felt it on Monday. And I told myself and I went, sleep. Go to sleep. Sleep. It took like 20 minutes, yeah. but eventually it worked. You and, just do it. And I'm like, you know what? I can't scroll on my phone in bed anymore. I gotta, uh, you have to separate it. You have to separate yourself from the beast. It's so funny. It's like uh, when I was quitting cigarettes, that was something that Chris Walker said to me. Is It's like, what is the act of a cigarette? You step outside. If you're inside, you step outside. You get the fresh air. Even though you're smoking in like complete toxins, right. all that is... Is just you for seven minutes taking big deep breaths. Yeah. So if you remove the cigarette from that equation, part of the addiction is like the physical nature of it and like the uh, oral fixation and right. getting it out of the box. But like you're addicted to the break. Yeah. If you remove the cigarette from the equation, that's a healthy behavior. Stepping out by yourself outside, breathing deeply for seven minutes. Right. Take the smoke out of it. With the phones, the same thing. We, I do the same thing, right? Like, you, you're flipping through it or whatever, and you're thinking of other shit. You don't even realize that you're not invested in Instagram. You're going through your day. You're doing your Rolodex. Yeah. If you were to just remove the phone from that and be sitting in your thoughts and getting to a point where you can handle being with yourself by yourself. Yeah, that's like, way that's more healthy. That's good. Like, it's just like the cigarette and the phone are the same thing. It's like... You could be doing this, remove this one thing from the equation, right? And you're good. Well, think about it this way too. Like it's it, you know, in, in se- <laughs> you also have. Oh. I just gotta say, the first lady just did a beautiful dismissal. Exit. Didn't squeak a single piece of floor. No, that was pretty impressive. That was very impressive. Moving yeah. like a spider. Well, think about the rhythm it creates. Like when you are tapping on Instagram, when you click on, when you keep going right, you keep going right. It's it's just, it's the metronome. Dude, I mean, you find yourself like and, looking at it at red and, lights. I'm sorry. But, and when you talk about like going out and you're taking those deep breaths, back when, you know, things were things, when you would go to a bar and I was smoking cigarettes, too, I, I, it was always the habit of looking at someone and being like, I'm done with this conversation. I'm going to step out and smoke. Yeah. Because a bar is packed full of people. And that's a high anxiety situation where they're all just getting fucked up together. Yeah. And anything could happen. So you're constantly looking around, you're drinking, you're looking around, you're talking to strangers. And so you need that moment to be able to exit from the space. 
Just remove yourself from it. Right. And then you get to go and be with other people that you know that have the same fucking thing that you're doing, which is we're outside together. We're away from everything else. Click the lighter. Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. It is tribal. It's of course. And so you have that. It's that extra group, that extra, like a, like a niche of friends, niche group of friends. Yeah. I mean, I think you can tell by the way this conversation is going that it's really difficult to record podcasts right now. Yeah, it's 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 tough. Yeah, no, I'm no, I'm this is a good conversation, but I'm just saying like this is the conversation that two fairly frazzled, fairly fed up, fairly scared, fairly buzzed. Buzzed. Yeah. People are having. Yeah, man, we've I I didn't have like I I'm very lucky to have a great job where I am busy. It's mentally exhausting because it's just me running one department and I'm handling all of these people. Don't get me wrong, but like, man, if I didn't have that, I think I would have completely gone insane. But it's still, I feel, I still feel like I'm at the end of my rope. Yeah. Because as soon as things started feeling a little normal and everything, it spiked. And speaking of normal, this fucking shit pisses me the fuck off. I turn, we're, I'm watching the World Series on Wednesday night, and they have an ad where it's just like the Today Show with Greg Gumbel, and they're like, well, there's this new thing we're going to talk about called the internet, and then this like person voices over, remember when this was weird? Well, think about doing this. Putting on your mask and this stuff, and then it just says, thenewnormal.com. I'm like, no, we should not accept this. Agreed. We shouldn't accept this and make this normalize. Yeah. This sucks, of course, but this should not still ever considered be, should not be considered normal. Yeah. What this should be is like, this fucking sucks. Suck it up, do your thing, and then we need to put the, we need to press the people in charge to do a better job at fixing it. Yeah. And not just accepting it like a bunch of fucking pieces of yeah, shit. Yeah, you can't cucks. just lay over. No, we can't roll over and just let this fucking thing just keep going on without pressing. I know. It's like, well, might as well. I'm like, what, are we just a bunch of limp dick morons? I know, man. I know. We need to hold people accountable. Sorry. I I just, I'm just, I just, like, like, today I was standing in line at Carl's Deli. I think I told you this earlier, but I'm standing in line at the deli, and I'm going to get... My sandwich, number 23, I've told them many times to change it to the Billy, but they don't listen. <laughs> they don't. What is oh, the 23? The 23. So how they have it. This is why I wanted to add my name to it and make my own version. It's a baguette, and it's salami, uh, provolone, lettuce, tomato, onion, uh, oil, and vinegar. And I think it's there's ham, in, there's, ham in, there's ham on there, too, on a baguette. And I say, no tomato, instead of provolone, pepper jack. What a great sandwich. It's a good sandwich. Hold the billy. But I'm standing in line, and I'm standing outside. Yeah. So much that I yelled at them to, to change the name of the sandwich from the 23 to the billy. And I remember standing and being asses to elbows, sitting, looking to the left and seeing like all the tables and people scrunched in, just munching down on these delicious Sammies. And it's like rain coming down, looking at my phone, like, like little drizzlets. And I'm like, dude, why is nothing changed? I know. It's been, I remember going back and sitting when Go Bananas was open and 
telling about fucking opening day. Yeah, I know. And now it's just like, well, <laughs> I guess this is the new normal. Because an ad comes on the television to tell me that it is. That goes back Not to like what we were. That fashion. goes back to like the beginning of this ranty conversation, man. Is it's like that's what you see. Most yeah. people aren't. Most people, that's the information that they get. You know. I don't think anything will change until we see someone completely fucking lose it and lose their morals on TV. Like that one guy uh, in Virginia who killed himself on TV. Yeah. Well, I mean, see, that's We the won't thing. see any change until something drastic completely happens that's in the public eye. Well, in 2016, that was the silver lining in Trump, is that he's not a politician. He's going to come in here and not act like a politician and sh- expose the system for what it, what it was. Right. And that has happened with great side effects to our country. Um, no, I, not great, like yeah. greatly terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm saying like he hasn't even, it's not that he hasn't been, a, he, he has been a politician. That's the problem. First year he comes in gung-ho and then he's just laid down to the GOP except for his Twitter. Yeah, but I mean the Twitter and just like the rhetoric, like that is what stirred it up for us. Right. You know, I mean... That is what stirred it up. That is why the country's on fire right now is because we've never had a president act so unpresidential, you know? I mean, today, as we record it, we're like four hours post little Wayne tweeting a picture with him with Donald Trump. It's like, that is the shit that's driving people crazy. Oh, so he went from Kanye West in his office to Lil Wayne. So he has now went from the most one of the most prolific idealist hip hop artists ever to someone who has completely lost their fucking mind and has rotted it from Caesarea. Yeah, but like Lil, do you, I don't think Lil Wayne has the reach. I think that this also shows how far Donald has fallen. Yeah. Have you did you listen to you know how they put no ceilings out like no ceilings to me? I remember driving around in my BMW Dude, when I I'm 19, no 19 years old. I, I was hitting my bong in between my, my lap, yeah. driving a stick shift, fucking nailing it while driving. I was a king. <laughs> <laughs> Matt would be in the back rolling up bloods and passing it around. I remember listening to No Ceilings and being like, man, this might be one, like the Carter Three, yeah, but that's his best collection of work. Yeah. Those freestyles are bananas. And knowing like this might be one of the best freestylers of all time and might be, he's like top, top three best rappers ever just from his rhyming structure and letting it all flow to now, like at the end of that mixtape, when he put it on Apple music, he redid Kobe Bryant and it is fucking terrible. Not it good. is trash. Yeah. It's like you have slurred your speech. You don't have the same rhythm. Like you have lost any type of solid rhyme structure. It sounds forced. Um, but I'm just thinking, but like then she, so you go from that guy, a legend to, this guy who's just a fucking walking corpse of what he used to be. Just like what Donald Trump was in 2016 to 2020. Yeah, he has shriveled. Yeah, I mean, that stress, those before and after pictures of presidents at their inauguration and then when they're leaving their term, everyone looks like dog shit. It's and, how, how did he get more orange? Yeah, I know. Well, it's just that was never real. So he just changed yep. the tint. Yeah. You know, they just had a shittier makeup artist at the White House. That is another really that's the worst part of the unprofessionalism of Trump is little Wayne. Whether, you know, the drop off because of the lean, all of, you know, all of that taken into consideration. 
a picture of Little Wayne with the President of the United States in the Oval Office talking prison reform and crime reform. That's why it's so tragic about it's Trump a big because deal. that is so fucking huge. It's a big deal. You know deal. how big of a fucking deal that is, to like the black community. Yeah, especially with starting with Kanye, then like going how, to Kim. Like that is and then, huge. Yeah. Ice Cube, like these guys. That is just so important, and it is a good thing. And I think it, but it's like the motives of it before it's clearly just the Trump administration trying to get black votes. Yeah, it's just, but like if yeah. the byproduct of that is, you know, a famous black man. It's just all, everything is just so hypocritical, you know? It's like you talk about he shits on Hunter Biden for his drug use and then meets with a man to talk prison reform who is almost OD'd like 10 times. Right. You know, so it's just like the humanity of it all is just so fucking sickening. Have you ever heard of a stunt burger? A stunt burger? A stunt burger. No. So a stunt burger in the burger community. Oh, it's like in the commercials? No, well, not in the commercials. So, like, you hear about, like, uh, a six for six. It's like at Steak and Shake. It was six patties, six things of cheese yeah. on a burger. Oh, yeah. A, a uh, grandfather Baconator. Right. Or something along those a lines. A stunt burger. A stunt burger. Yeah. It's something that gets you in the door. Yeah. And you look up and you're like, ah, I don't, I don't think you, I don't need to you eat see it. Yeah. I don't need that. But you know what? I'm here. I might as well have. Interesting. I've never I heard of that. I might as well kid. have. Uh, a number uh, three. Right. A number three. Or I'll do a two JBCs. Yeah. And an order of chicken nuggets. Yeah. What they are doing is a stunt burger slash just stunt. Interesting. Of just pulling in the black bone. It's not that things are going to change. It's a good take. It's just that. They need you to be at, in the doors. Yeah. It's bullshit. It's complete bullshit. I mean, uh, but also, like, Obama did a stunt, the same type of, like, a stunt in Flint, Flint Michigan, saying he was going to fix the water, and then oh, drank yeah. two cups of it, saying, oh, well, th- um, this, uh, this isn't a stunt, and then took a sip, and it's like, well, did anything change after he took that sip? No, because no, it was a fucking stunt. still don't have water. No, exactly. Fucking Jesus. No. I know. It, it's it's all just so infuriating and the fact that like Obama like pulled those stunts and the whole fucking Trump administration has been a stunt just to get rich just get rich people richer but Biden isn't much better either yeah the simple fact the simple fact that he is looking at John Kasich to join his cabinet should scare everybody that should scare everyone who is left. The moderate left, psyched on that. Anyone who's a little bit left of that should be fucking scared. Because no, that means nothing will fucking change. No, no nothing will... Nothing, Nothing's going to change. Nothing will change. No, they're going to say it'll change, but it won't. Here, here's a question I have, Bill. Mm-hmm. Which food do you think would be the best to have sex with? There we go. <laughs> Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Which food wow. would you like to have sex with? Now, the reason this topic comes up is this was in the group chat with uh, the dear, the dear, dear, the dear boys. The boys. The media. The media. Uh, Tyler Snipes and Danny Samet. Who brought, was it Danny that brought it up first? Danny was, no, we were talking about voting, because I was about to go vote, and I say, I'm about, I was like, who do I vote for? Yeah. 
And something Danny said something like either one, it's like, you know, fucking a bowl of raisins. Like it doesn't feel that like nothing gets done, basically. Right. And then, you know, we just start having a nice conversation about it and then we all switch. Like I was pretty steadfast that fucking a bowl of raisins wouldn't be that bad of an experience. I don't think it would I don't uh, They're sticky, they're firm, they hold their form. Yeah, I brought up the raisins. Yeah. Oh yes. yes. Yeah, you brought the raisins up. But yeah. when you start pulverizing them a little bit. Okay. Like breaking them down. There's could be some juice to be made. Raisins aren't juicy, but like enough of them, like if you you could squeeze them. It's like chewing them with your penis. But then that fucking coarse skin that is on a raisin, you break that down, that creates small shards that go in your urethra yeah. when you fuck the bowl of raisins. So you're not team fucking a bowl of raisins? Look, I thought I am, you were team fucking a bowl of I raisins. And by the way, can we graduate to the fact that the ultimate way to fuck raisins isn't in a bowl, but is in the Pringles a Pringles can? can. Of course. Yeah. I agree on that. Yeah. And I wouldn't pulverize them. What I would do is I would add some prune juice. Little juice. Prune juice specifically, so it's all in the same family. Yeah, like that. Okay. But I wouldn't pulverize Little it. red wine. <laughs> <laughs> nice Chardonnay. Red, red wine. Little Prosecco. Get some bubbles going on Ooh, in there. No, that's bad for your penis. That is how you get... Okay, Bill, if I'm fucking a Pringles can full of raisins, not I'm not worried about penis health. Okay, I get that, but also... That is how you get like a fucking UTI as a man, which is impossible to do. Yeah, that unless would be really hard. Fuck up. Well, your dick is. Unless you yeah. fuck a bowl full of raisins with sticky, sticky prosecco. I get that. But my food to fuck. I brought it up earlier. I like a bowl of crab meat. I really like Danny's <laughs> hot take. Hot hot take on a fucking. Potato chowder in a sourdough bread bowl. I love that. Yeah, move. that's good. That's a big. That's a big boy move. Um, and then just a hollowed out baguette with Tyler. Well, Danny's first move was it seems the most obvious mm-hmm. a warm, soft, buttered bagel. Because I mean that is just a greased up, warm, firm hole. Now are you? You're just fucking the hole. Yeah, but You're, we're talking like having sex with food. Now you are running You're using that as a sex toy, of course. But now uh, taking it the, to the next step, are you also rimming out the inside to the perfect width of your dick? That's a good point. Because if you don't and you just force it through, there's those little things on the inside so that we're could talking, be overbaked and could cut your cock. We're talking modifications, correct? We're talking cock mods for your yeah. for your food bod. Yeah, no, that I, modifications are important. I think. Oh, food mod, like model. What about like a glazed donut? Oh, why like didn't I not think warm, of that? Warm, fresh off the fucking rack, Dude, Krispy Kreme. I was just saying Krispy, thinking in my what head, Krispy you, Kreme. But if you stack like three or four of them, that'd be some good fucking. Well, I have a field trip to make tomorrow. <laughs> that'd be some I, good fuck. You just do it in the parking lot. Here's what I would do. I'm sorry, I can't let them cool down. Here's what I would do. I would quit my job, <laughs> go to Krispy Kreme, fill out an application. Be way overqualified. And then... like, sir, it looks like you were the head of a sales department for a large company for three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, 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 listen. doesn't matter. I want to make the donuts. (laughs) Look, I already worked at a job where I made the donuts. Yeah. Now I need to make the donuts. Uh, Do you have a job of a guy who's just in a room by himself with all the fresh donuts? Uh, If I could, like, glaze them alone. (laughs) Do you guys have, like, a third shift option? Yeah, for sure. Or I don't quit my job and do a third shift making them so they're fresh in the morning. Here's the move. Okay. Wait a couple days, earn their trust. Yeah. Then they'll be like, all right, you're trained, you're good. Then they go, 
and then I find the perfect temperature and amount of glaze on those donuts to fuck it. Oh, you're a scientist. I am it. a goddamn. I'm I mean, a it's got to be 98.6, right? Uh oh, that's a good one. What is the inside temp? What is the average inside temperature of a vagina? I don't believe that. It, like the, the yeah, I feel like the temperature must change in your body. It can't it's probably just be, a bit hotter. It's got to be hotter because my uh, you know your balls sweat. Yeah, clams got to sweat. Yeah, I'd say it's got to be like just a shot. One oh one. I was gonna say like one ten. One ten is hot. That's a sick vagina. Yeah, it's super probably, sick. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, honorable mention, there was a whole movie made about it. Apple Pie. American Right, and that's Alicia and I were talking about yeah, it. Yeah, Apple Pie is classic. But then really, I mean, for the most part, you're just fucking like that little thin aluminum pan that the pie comes in. Right. One of my favorite pornos ever is like it's Thanksgiving, this t- tall, dweeby, thin guy, which isn't every porno. Why can't they look like me? Just a little bit overweight. Because those tall, dweeby, early thin 30s. guys have the fucking girth. Man. I got a hog. You do. But it's the show off. It's like... It's like a, you know, like, you know, like a, a Dodge Ram. Hey, half a porn is a hot guy. Even if you're straight, 50% of the no, I want equation gross. is a hot dude. No, I want a gross. I don't want him like gross. I want him to be average. Yeah. You don't want like the, you don't want like the grandpa, the yeah. fat grandpa. That's awful. Oh, I love those. Yeah. With the, with the young girl. Those oh, are hilarious. Cause it, because you know why I love those? They give me <laughs> hope for the future. <laughs> That's why. I love that. God damn. Uh, and, but like bodybuilders are a bit much too. No one looks like they're having no, fun. No, I can't. I can't watch any more early two thousands porn of a guy with a goatee who's like, yeah, that's awful. Too yoked. Like he looks like he's about to pop out of his sausage casing. Yeah, like dude, I'm over that. that. Terrible. And I'm over like this. Ti- these tiny little guys. These thin guys like Jordan El Nino. I'm tired of him. Yeah, I know him by name. Well, those young kids with the giant dicks. They just play into the. They're all stepmom stuff. Right. It just plays into that. I'm into that, they're but I'm not into the kids. They're casting, casting sons now. Cast me at 19, <laughs> little overweight, you know? Dude, there would have definitely been a market for it. I know, and they're fucking up. We're Isn't tagging so Vixen funny? in this it, post. It's so funny to think <laughs> that, like, <laughs> you should. It's so funny to think, like, you know, the idea of, like, 10,000 hours or whatever. Like, we could be good at anything. Dude. We're smart enough, good, you know, we could be doing it. What if for, like, the last 12 years we had just been running, like, an OnlyFans? <laughs> we could have. <laughs> we could have been so rich off of, like, I could have just gotten into porn when I was 18. I'm decent. I'm a good lay. I had a shot at it. I think I've talked about this. Really? Oh, yeah. So, when I was 18, uh, that summer right after I graduated high school, and I wasn't going to, like, art school, uh, and I was going to community college. Ugh. Um, but my dad was like, come here. I was like, all right. We go up into the computer room. Remember those? And we're at the, the desktop, and he's typing in, and he goes, check this guy out. And he shows me his IMDb, and it's all fucking porno movies. He's like, I know this guy. He's a director. He does a bunch of porn. I'll put you in touch with him. You want to go learn from him? And I was like, yeah. He's like, don't tell your mother. What? But we can make this happen. I'm like, what? yeah, I'm totally into this. What? And then my mom fucking walks in. She goes, Bill, what are you doing? And he's like, no, don't worry about it. And he like clicks out a window. And I look at my mom and she goes, is he trying to hook you up with that porn guy? <laughs> <laughs> what? And I'm like, no. And my dad's like, yeah, he, I was. And my mom looked at him and she went, fuck you, Bill. 
and looked at me and pointed at me and went, if you were to take him up on that and do that, you are disowned from this family and you're definitely not living here anymore. And I went, I wouldn't be. I'd be living in California. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like, I'd be living fuck. in Los Angeles. I'd be a... That mustache would finally just uh, be perfect. Glorious. But then I wouldn't be married and I wouldn't be in love with my lovely wife. And you would probably be a fucking scumbag in the porn industry. (sighs) Sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) Dreams, baby. My dreams have dashed. Dude, that is so funny, man. Like, just the idea of you just like out in Silicon Mm -hmm. Valley. You sold an app of like <sighs> just boobs or something. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. So rich. But here's the crazy thing: like I've the ten thousand hour things, ten thousand hours you bring up. Of course, I I have since watching when I was fucking nine years old. I've walked ten thousand hours. Yeah, probably. there's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Like I can tell you, Belladonna left the industry to become a director because she got herpes. Like what? Like why do I know that from a fucking porn star who was active from two thousand two to two thousand six? Wow, that's why do deep I? Knowledge. Why? Yeah, it's a it's wasted. Plug me in. Yeah, it's fucking wasted. God damn! What are the uh, what are the odds you think you've logged ten thousand? Oh boy. That's just our, that's so funny that that's just our easiest segue. One to like, one. What are the odds that question? Hey, don't ever tell me the odds. Hey, anyway, fucking. We you know what? That you know what? The wait is finally over. Yeah. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff, and the MLB playoffs are over. You might be, might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on all on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Woohoo! Head to Bet Online today and use the promo code Armchair, Armchair to take advantages of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Oh, man, nothing like getting online, betting online, winning some money, looking down and realizing that your balls are in good shape. Ugh, there is no better feeling. It's one of my favorite quarantine activities, man. Even though my libido is at an all-time low and and things are tough. My dick um, has died. Yeah, my dick is dead. (laughs) But uh, it it certainly looks good. It certainly looks good. And that, you know what, it plays the part. Uh, Now, is there a place... Where, like, I get that, like, Manscaped, you can shave your balls, and you can take care of those. But, like, there's other small hairs I'm always worried about, like my nose hairs, my ears hairs. There's all sorts of them, man. But, like, where, do they, is there a product? Oh, I mean, you're thinking about, like, the Shears 2.0? Dude, how did you know? The Shears 2.0, it's a luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools, and it includes, what does it include, Bill? It includes tips, tweezers. Rounded point scissors. You don't mm. want those pointy point scissors. That's Mm-mm. scary down there. Mm-mm. Fingernail clippers and a medium grit file. Ooh. Shears 2.0 nail kit. It allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. Oh, you know they've still always got the crop preserver. And you know, you guys know by now we're talking about Manscaped. You have to know Manscaped. You already have to know Manscaped, baby. We got all the goods. Uh, trim your nose hairs. Uh, you got the winter swamp ass coming up. You're gonna want the crop preserver and the uh, the crop reviver. Kind of yeah. like cologne for your dick and balls. That's right. Um, yeah, you know, no one's going to judge you if you if your balls are in tip-top shape and uh, we catch you sniffing them. Dude, here's the crazy thing about the fucking weed whacker. 
Oh, that Weed Whacker gets it right. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses 9,000 RPM motor-powered, 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. It is fucking awesome. Yeah, man, that is pretty fucking awesome. And uh, 79% of our partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. Wouldn't you agree? You don't want that long nose hair. Yeah, especially out of my wife. You yeah, know. 21% of them think it's a huge turn on, but you don't want to take those. <laughs> <laughs> oh? You don't want to take those odds. Oh, you know? some, sounds like someone just got turned on. You really just need to upgrade your Manscaped routine, get that weed whacker, get t- get yourself taken control of, okay? Yep. Uh, if you can get that. 20% off with free shipping if you use what promo code, Bill? Armchair. Use promo code armchair at manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped, for keeping our pubes trimmed. And our hairs in our holes looking nice. So nice. Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code armchair at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using promo code armchair. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds, you bitch. Bitch, you dumb, dirty bitch. Fucking nice audible there. I was reading the wrong read, but, you know, I got I got most of it. Oh, I'll fix your read with a good read. You guys get the ideas. That was a deep belch. Yeah, that I was, was a, a big, worried. deep one. You fucking pull something there? I think I did. I think I just pulled my hymen. You might have pulled something. Speaking of pulling, what about Cliff Cash pulling Blake Snell? Jesus huh? fucking Christ. World what Series champion 2020 Los Angeles doll hairs. Ugh. The doll hairs. It just sounds so awful. I know. Well, I mean, it's crazy that it hasn't happened yet. Uh, not really. They blow it in big spots. I... I don't know as much. It, it, it's just the Yankee effect. As much money as you throw at something, doesn't mean you're going to win it. Yeah, I this mean, year. three tie, three years in a row with the highest payroll in the league. They get three cracks at it. Yeah, I mean, finally, finally got one. It only took a season where yeah. the world shut down and there was only sixty games played. Right. I mean, I think with one twenty going on, and add David Price to that bullpen, I think they still would have won it. Yeah, for sure. I think overall, the best team won it. The Rays kind of hodgepodge their way to it. I mean, the way they used their bullpen last year and everything, they were exhausted by the end. I don't, I don't know if they would have won it with the offense that they had and what they were putting out there, depending on Randy Rosarena, who is a free agent this year. That is so crazy. Who is going to pay him? No one. The league's broke. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but uh, pulling him when he is just on fire, what was he seeing out there? I don't know. I think... Especially in a deciding game like that, a game six where tomorrow doesn't matter right. as much. You're not throwing Snell out there again after he throws six point in no, one you're, third anyway, but right? you're throwing out the horse, the guy in game sevens who has a point nine. Yeah, Morton, right. So like, the idea of pulling him, I think you're like looking in the past too much. But like Snell is that was a return to form in a high fucking pressure situation against right. the best offense in the league. Correct. Maybe ever. I mean, that offense is just fucking insane. Uh, they, they, they're, I don't think they hold a candle to our boys in 70, 75 and 76. No, but. no, I'm talking modern era, one through nine, fucking one through 14. Just bats. It's silly. I mean, they, uh, Seeger won the MVP, and so could have Betts, and so could have fucking uh, Turner, Defen- and so could have Bellinger. And- Defensively? Betts should have won it. Yeah, agreed. He saved like two or three runs with his glove. Right. Imagine if they had just Jacques out there or Puig. Yeah. That wouldn't have been the same. No, it wouldn't have. Not even close. No, that game, that series would have been a whole different fucking ball yeah. game. 
and the and the fact that Betts stole home to put them ahead two yeah. one in the sixth, amazing. Yeah, there was no one else on that roster that would have been able to do that. Could have ever done that. No, ever thought um, about doing it. But man, fucking pulling Snell is crazy. That was and the then, dumbest thing I've ever and then seen. Pulling getting, Snell and then putting in a guy who's been getting rocked. He's had a terrible postseason. I can't remember the dude's name, but like... Wasn't Nick Anderson? Or was Nick Anderson? I think it was, but he had been getting rocked as of late. Right. In this, in this series It would have been the equivalent yes. of Bell coming out and, and pulling Sonny Gray or Trevor Bauer when he was completely dealing and putting in fucking Wade Miley or mm-hmm. some shit. You know, it'd been, you'd been like... Or Bob Steve. Or, yeah, exactly. Or Michael Lorenzen at the beginning of the year. Or what? Right. put other doesn't name matter. in there. It doesn't matter, but it's like, oh, man, if you're a Rays fan, you got to be like, what in the God's fuck <laughs> was that move? I know. You kind of got to... You can't fire the guy. No, he got you there. But... Fucking Jesus. What I'm tired of hearing about is Smoltz immediately saying it was the numbers, and then that, that uh, little feller on ESPN, Tim Kirchin, the guy who looks like he should live Tim on... Kirchin. Tim Kirchin. Tim Kirchin. Yeah, he looks like a little house elf. Yeah. Fuck, fuck yeah, he does. Yeah. He, should be deal- he should be living in a land of gumdrops. Give me that sock, dog. Fuck you. I know. Saying it's the numbers and we're losing touch with baseball. Fuck you. That's not what that was. That was just a manager mismanagement. Don't blame the numbers. Losing touch with baseball is like just like an old man thing to say. And I have had that old man tendency. I would like my mindset, I would, you know, it would be to my detriment, but I would like buck the numbers because of like a gut feeling, which is dumb. But like, yeah, I don't I don't I don't think that that was. Yeah, just to echo you, I think he pulled him out because he was trying to get a little too cute. And he just made the wrong call. You just ride that horse out. You ride out the 2018 Cy Young winner. You know who? Yeah, I know. For sure. You run run out the guy who is the ace in your fucking rotation. You ride or die. You let him go six and two thirds. Minimum. Yeah. It's the World Series. And here's the thing. When looking at that, looking at that, and I saw like... When I saw Game 6, bullpen day. Bullpen day. When I saw that, I was like, oh, the Dodgers are just trying to coast to Game 7 to pull out Walker Bueller, who's just going to fucking hurl. And then you have Charlie Morton. Oh, Jesus. We have Charlie Morton going Game 7. That's the matchup everybody wants to see. And yet, that's it. Cash was just like, Kevin Cash was just like, hold my beer. Yeah. Cliff Cash isn't comedian. He's a comic, yeah. Yeah. Dude, Lexington was on fire for the Walker Bueller thing. I believe it's it. It's pretty fucking cool, man. Like, right now, he's 26 years old. <clears throat> he's got 12 career postseason starts, and he's on a list with, like, the greatest pitchers of all time. Yeah. It's crazy how lights out he's been. Like, well, seeing your dad post about it on, seeing Pops post about it on Facebook. Yeah. He's like, well... You know, I don't have a. I don't have a. It's nice to watch a baseball when I got a horse in the horse. In the yeah, world. yeah, no. I and mean, I was like, hey, crazy. man, no horse puns. Okay, we get it. You're from Lexington. Yeah, exactly. We get it, man. <laughs> horse in the race. We got it. You're from the horse capital of the world, Lextown, Kentucky. I have to pee and get a beer. Pee and get a beer. You need one. I'll take a beer. So, uh, talk about Walker 
Yeah, I can chat it up. Walker Bueller, baby, the pride of Lexington. I talked about it a couple months ago when he did it, but he went on Theo Vaughn's podcast, which is really fucking good. Uh, he, I don't know. I got the, the stats wrong last time. He played his little league ball over on, like, Garden Side, over on the north side of town. But where I played, Southeastern Veterans Park, baby, represent uh, in the Babe Ruth League. So, like, the league with, like, the major league size field, 90-foot bases, 60-foot, 6 inches from home to plate and all that. Walker Bueller went up there and fucking was the first overall draft pick out of, like, Northside and was came. And, and like I said before, he was good. He wasn't a world beater. He, he wasn't, like hands down the best player in the world and in the league. But uh, honestly, my fucking brother was probably the best player in the league. Steven, we were down there. I just dropped him off at the airport. I'll talk about that. But uh, we were talking about Walker Bueller as, you know, Major League Baseball Network was on in the background, and Steven, like, owned him. Steven went fucking, yeah, like seven for Ten off the guy just owned him. He was big and long and lanky and and threw the seed and you know went pretty far in the state playoffs with Henry Clay. Ended up getting that sweet Vandy and then you know the rest is history. But yeah, the young Bubba, young Bubba T, aka Clemson, aka Clompson, aka Little DV, aka Little Deviana, aka that bicentennial clam, my boy. I dropped him off at the airport. He's a wild man, and uh, he is going to Mexico with a German girl that he met in Peru. <laughs> and she's paying for it, dog. That is None of that is false. I couldn't have written something that cool. If I could think of a life that cool, I would have fucking lived it. Talk about yeah, talk about butt stuff. Hell yeah. But no, I just talked about Walker a little bit, and when I was down there picking up Steven to take him to the airport... We were watching all this coverage on Bueller. Steven owned him. Oh, really? Steven owned him. Steven is, aside from Trevor Gott, I don't know anyone more athletic than my brother. Period. He, like, he, he, he could, Trevor laughs about it all the time. Like, if Steven quit high school, or quit high school, quit baseball in high school. So he played 1 through 15. Right. But when he got to high school, he never played for Tate's Creek because he was a wrestler. He wanted to be a fighter. Like, that's how he did his athleticism. Like, he, he really is the most athletic dude I know besides Trevor. Steven. Why did he? So why did he just? He was a fighter. He was a fighter. In the winter and fall, he trained for wrestling. And then everything else, he trained mixed martial arts. They tried to get him to play baseball a million times. He... Steven, he could he would have been D one. I'm not kidding. Like he he was fifteen he was fifteen years old, five foot eight, hundred and fifty pounds. He hit like eight home runs. What? Dude, I'm not kidding. Mookie Betts like freak. Freak athlete. Freak athlete. I'm also surprised he never fucking followed through and just kept chasing fighting. He two labrums, man. The uh, same labrum popped twice. And, you know, he he got into the spirituality and everything. And, I mean, it's like now his body is is in tip-top shape. Yeah. But it's just for, like, living and traveling and camping and hiking and just, like, being you active, know, being fertile, being virile, you know? Like, he's he is a bad motherfucker. But, yeah, Stephen and Trevor, <clears throat> they were friends 
because there was like this little travel T-ball team or something, like <laughs> T-ball all-stars or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Steven and Trevor were just like hands down the best two T-ball players in the city. <laughs> yeah. Hands down. And uh, they got recruited to play on this team. And Trevor and Steven played T-ball with each other on like this little traveling team and were just the two best players. And they, I mean, they went and won a World Series together. The 10-year-old Cal Ripken World Series. They won that's, the World Series. That's insane. Steven, Steven the 10-year-old and the 12-year-old World, Se- World Series, Steven and Trevor both made the all-world team. And probably both fucking rake. All-world team. Yeah. Batted over like 500. He was a pitcher and a catcher and a shortstop. Like, Steven is fu- a freak. Freak, dude. I'm not kidding. He could, if he had just poured all of his energy into it and if he had loved it the way that he loved combat sports or anything yeah i feel like he would have absolutely been on a minor league roster at the very least i believe that at the very least man he was he's fucking altuve it's crazy well i mean it's not for everybody for sure no, but it's that's not. just but it's all it's not disheartening because it's like i was you know i played you know baseball and football in high school and wasn't the best athlete, but always put it put put a shit ton into yeah, it. Yeah, right. It's just you know, it's not it's not even jealousy. It's more of like, damn, I don't what what is what is what is even that like? Yeah, yeah. What is that? When I had to work my dick off to just be a like a gap doubles guy, right? Who very good at it. Yeah, but it was just like, goddamn. Yeah, man, Steve Arini, dude, that fucking kid. And, I know, well, and he now was, he's, he's he was fucking, a fiery ass redhead. Right. I know about that. I'm married real to one. crazy kid, ran real hot, and he couldn't handle the fact that he could go out there and go four for four with a dinger and three doubles and make every play well, just- in the field and lose the game. Uh, okay. So that was, you know, he would, like, get mad at teammates and stuff back when he was, like, younger and stuff and just be like, what the fuck? We fucking lost. <laughs> I did everything I fucking... I did everything right. I did this. Look I what did I did. I did everything right. So then he wanted to get locked in a cage with another man because <laughs> if you lose that, the only person that you can blame is you. Well, maybe he should have picked up golf. An amazing golfer. Shut up. An amazing golfer. It would have been been him, too. An amazing golfer. Golfs on a good year. He'll golf like 15 times a year. I've golfed. One time, me and Steven went out and golfed, and neither of us had golfed in like two years. And, I mean, he just striping it. Jesus. Super athlete. I just got to see this. Yeah, super fucking athlete, man. When he gets back. Need to see it. Oh, dude, just, just watch watch him shoot a basketball. Watch, just throw football with him. Watch him run around. I'm just like, shit myself. It's crazy how athletic Steven is. It really Jesus. is. He's a good dancer. Okay. I'm not kidding, man. Good this little dan- fucker. He plays. He can play the guitar. He can play the drums. He, can't he do? He, uh, not a lot. He can't. There's not a lot that I don't think that kid could do. Jesus. Yeah, artistic. I didn't. Well, this just turned into the. Jack my brother off podcast, but man. We, well, we made him come. Yeah, dude. He's down there in Mexico. There's plenty of that happening. He's getting wet and wild down in what the else outskirts you, of Cancun. Yeah. Well, what, you, what else are you going to do? You're going to get wet, wet and wild, or you're going to end up working for a cartel? There's no in-between. No shit. I, I briefed him. I was like, don't fuck with me. Have you done your research on cartel activity in this area? Yeah. And he said he had, and he said it was safe. And I mean, but I mean, he's about to be down in Mexico. He knew what he was doing. This kid wants a wild life. I mean, what if everything gets shut down again and he's stuck in Mexico? 
Um, I don't think Mexico will be shut down. No, but I'm just saying, like, like if the United States goes into purple and things start shutting down again, yeah. like, they probably wouldn't take... No, he can't come back that's in. That's what I'm saying, so keep your uh, fingers you know crossed what? Actually, on that. he is in Mexico, and then coming in, he would be fine with America with a U.S. passport. We, yeah. Being in the U.S. Yeah, right. So I think he'd be fine. Yeah, well, here's something crazy. When he was quarantined in Peru and they all got out on the like the last plane or whatever. That was crazy. He was the only American. All, he's contacted all of his buddies, all of their countries. They were like from Belgium, uh, the Netherlands, Spain, and other parts of South America, like all over the place. Australia, a lot of Aussies. Oh, I want to go to Australia. All of their flights were free. Like, from Peru, their government paid for him to get them back. Steven got hit with a $1,500 bill. Shut the fuck Uncle up. Uncle Sam, baby, was like, wow. we'll give you a plane. But. We'll let you know how much it is. And then, like, six months later, they were like, it's $1,500. Cool. Here's your fucking... Every other country in the world, free wow. to get their civilians back extradited into their country. Here's your 96 Civic on a salvage title. Thanks for coming home. That's oh, fucking insane. I know, it is. It that just kind of plays bullshit. into, you know, what we've been talking about most of this time. Well, also, socialism is only for the rich if you have a business. Right. If not, oh, it's it's crushing capitalism. What a fucking crazy thing, huh? Yeah. Why haven't, you know, why, you know, we get bailed out once for, for t- we get 1200 bucks, And then, ev- then, like, what is it? Banks get $3 billion a day from the, from the uh, National Reserve. Ugh, you know Pretty what? fucked up, baby. Whatever. Pretty fucked up. We're not rich enough for socialism. We're still over here thinking about f- which food we'd like to have sex with. Oof. Uh, Chocolate lava cake. Tuna melt. Tuna melt's a good one. Yeah. Tuna melt's a good one. I like that. I love the pita with hummus. Yeah. Coming in hot from Daniel. I like a de- pita with hummus is not bad at all. Yeah. As long as that pita is warm and soft. Yes. It has to be warm. Because pita looks like a pussy anyway. That's true. Yeah, it's a pita pocket. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Um, I, I I maintain as long in 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 this dish is typically served rather thin. I don't know how you would pull it off with like a big old thick cup, but I love the idea of having sex with a creme brulee. I like it's that initial be deep. that initial breakthrough would be great. That would be great. We got to make sure it's not on fire when it's served to you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big yeah. one. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, bread pudding. Bread pudding is a good Warm one. Warm bread pudding. 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 Uh, Tyler oh. threw grilled cheese out there. Grilled cheese? But the toast. Exactly. The toast is tough. The toast is tricky. It's actually sound, sandpaper, you know? Exactly. And especially if you've got like a nice multi-grain wheat. Yeah. You don't need one of them fucking little sunflower kernels going down your pee hole. Dude, you have a phobia <laughs> against things going down your pee hole. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's a good idea, but pee hole debris <laughs> like, for like five of the foods. <laughs> I don't want anything fucking with my pee hole. Oh, that's so funny. Your, your urethra health is excellent, friend. Thank you. That's kind of my thing. Uh, I just love the thing you said in the group, which you need to. I, I just I'm going to save it, and that will be the photo for <laughs> this episode. Is the Pringles can full of raisins, of course, but that you photoshopped California <laughs> raisin head over the Pringle head. <laughs> Was it? This is definitely just for sex. No, it says Pringles original 
but actually it's filled with raisins for you to have sex Next with. with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have sex with these raisins. <laughs> Hopefully those raisins are overage. I do this as a bit, but one of my favorite stories is we were playing Cards Against Humanity and the word fleshlight came out. Love fleshlight. Aunt Jane didn't know what it was. And we explained to her what it was, and she was just like, her only question she had was, why did they put it on a flashlight? <laughs> she was like, well, it's the shape. Yeah, you know, you, Yeah, you can't put a fake pussy on a workout ball. <laughs> so I did some research on flashlights because uh, I was bored, and I, I, I didn't have anything better to do. I had better things to do, but I decided to go to flashlight.com. That worked for me. Oh, yeah, that worked. Wow, what a fucking world. What a life. So they now have, you know, you got the flashlight with like the, the porn star pussy that they do the mold on. Yeah. Which is great. Uh, I just can't I just can't bring myself to buy a seventy five dollar mold of, of of fucking uh Lexi Bell's baby. No. No, that's too much. Yeah. But here's where it gets worse. They now have the flashlight launch. Have you heard of the launch. Launch. Launch, no. Flashlight launch. Get yourself a flashlight. With your favorite porn stars fucking thief. And then the texture in the middle. And then you plug it into like this silo. The silo is then hooked up to your computer and it simulates everything that's happening on the screen and in the speed. And it fucks your fucks your dick. Oh my god. Yeah. That's incredible. And people say that we yeah, we're cyborgs, man. Cyborgs. We're fucking like them. That's insane, right? That's so crazy. Bunkers. And you found in your research uh, fleshlight feet. Flesh yeah. feet. Fleets. Fleets, baby. Foot. Fleet of foot. <laughs> Couple silicone feet for you to yeah. have sex with. Well, I don't know how you, do you just like, do you like shove some fucking wood rods into them and Marionette that? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. How do you fuck them? Like, do yeah. you just hold them like they're a dog chew toy? They're like, well, I guess I fuck it now, even if it squeaks. Like, what do you do? I don't know. I don't have the foot fetish, but I think I part of the thing is that those feet are attached to a human. Yeah. Or is it just fixation on the feet? I think it might be the toes and the naughtiness of the feet. Dude, the ebb and flow and rhythm of this episode is fucking hilarious. <laughs> It started off, we were getting so worked up, then quickly pivoted to food fucking, then just like easily went into a little bit of baseball, and now we're back to fucking food and fucking feet. Rubber, and and rubber fucking feet. robots. Rubber feet. Fucking well, yeah. robots. That's really funny. If someone gave you a flashlight, yes. your favorite porn star, like their pussy, and then launch, and then like gave you the launch codes on Pornhub. Launch codes. <laughs> Like, would you, you do say, it? Like, would you do it? If it was set up for me, like, get yeah, all this is yours. Given. I'm not spending my own money, and I'm not fucking right. doing research and watching YouTube videos on how to set up my launch. Correct. But if somebody was like, "Hey, man, I know this sounds really weird, but I've got this setup in here. It's clean. It's never been used. Right. Uh, it, it's all you if you want to. I'd be like, man, see you in an hour. <laughs> in a fucking heartbeat, man. Hour? I'd see you in 15 minutes. Yeah, see, that's another thing. I was going to say that is it's like that's a lot of work to put in. Because if you're a guy who like, has to masturbate enough and loves porn sure. enough that you would buy that, 
like your sexual stamina probably isn't much of an issue, but like that's a <sighs> lot of money and energy to go into like a real but quick come. Have you met a depressed person? Yeah. A lonely by themselves having fucked in say fifteen years. Yeah. Here's the thing, man, you get used to your use of that shit. Oh, yeah, that changes of the fucking game. So, it changes the game. That's a quick come, for sure. But they're immediately, like, flicking it, fucking round two, let's go. Yeah. They're, they're fucking slapping the paddle like it's pinball. They're ready to go back in. That's true. So, man, do we even need to go outside anymore? Do we have to talk to anybody? You got the, you got the launch. You've got, you've got all your screens. You can work from home. There's no reason to talk to another human ever. Maybe we all should just stay inside, fuck our robots, and then play our video games. That's and what they want. That's what they want. That's what they, they want. They want you to be at home. They don't want us to be together. No. Working at home is, working from home is tight. Well, one thing I do lo- love, like when I went down to the hub that Monday when I was completely brain dead and realized I can't do this on Mondays because my Mondays are exhausting. I'm completely brain dead. I'm doing a disservice to everybody. Um, was just sitting there and waiting for my time to go up. And I was like, I kind of miss the Instagram when I could like pop in and know when my time's coming up and know what time it is and then log off and just be done. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, I mean, it's not anywhere near the same experience, but it does. It did scratch a little bit of the itch. You know? It did. There's also going to be moments, I know when everything returns to normal, that people are going to be like, oh, God. Remember when we were locked in and we didn't have any responsibilities besides yeah. just staying at home? Yeah, I know. It's going to happen. It's going to be like Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. In five years. I know. That is a scary thing. I mean, that's that's... If you just zoom out and look at, you know, the stay-at-home orders and everything, if you were to just put, if you were to overlay depression on top of that, like a lot of our, a lot of the behaviors that we have been forced into doing because of this pandemic are just symptoms of depression. Correct. You lose touch with friends, you lose touch with interests, you're lethargic, you don't, you don't leave your place. Yeah. You watch all your screens. You do this, then that. Like, your interaction, your social muscle isn't getting worked as much. Like, that's a real fucking... That's, like, one of the saddest parts about it. Right. It's like, that. that's kind of how my depression already manifested. And now it's like, you have to legally do that. Right. Uh, let's, let's sidestep so we don't go down this hole again. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Let's sidestep to this. If I would have told you six months ago... That today, that the White Sox would name Tony Larusa as their manager, you would have punched me in the face. I wouldn't have believed you at all, man. I wouldn't have believed you at all. And now it's happening. What a really bad perplexingly call. bad hire. That is one of the. I I can't think. Was Larusa in their organization? No, he was with the Cardinals. That's, that's he fucking failed in in Arizona. Because he made for that trade with uh, for Shelby Miller. Remember that yeah. awful trade to Atlanta? He's yeah. like, I want it back. And then, like, that went shit to shit. And then he left there, and he was, like, an advisor in the Cardinals. And then for some reason, somehow... Is he in his 70s? He's got to be. He's yeah. got to be in his 70s. Um, no, that oh, just oh, seems uh, like an odd hire. How old is Tony LaRusa? 
He's 76. He is... My man was born in 1944 during the World War II. He's two years younger than Joe Biden. Yeah. Doesn't matter. But anyway, 76, and he has to deal with Eloy Jimenez, uh, Tim Anderson. That's like the coolest... What the fuck? That's one of the coolest, hottest, youngest, bat-flippiest... I put them, like, th- their group of players is very similar to, like, what's kind of jiving in San Diego. Right. What's kind of jiving in Atlanta. Like, yeah. that future is so bright. And Tim Anderson is there for another decade. You know what the Braves... Jimenez is there. Like, Ramirez is there. Like, they are locked in. You know what the Braves did right with this, uh, with, with, their, with that position? What? They brought up Brian Snitker, who's been with the organization and worked up with those Coached guys. him in the minors. Coached him in the minors. They it's like, boys, you know me. You got me. Let's I'm, go. He's going to let him out and go. Why wouldn't you do that with the White Sox? Yeah, that is a really, really odd move. I saw that, and it, like, didn't even register. No. I was like, wow, what a... How dumb. So dumb. It seems dumb. And, I mean, maybe you're like, all right, we've got all this raw talent. Now let's get one of the most storied guys ever. But it's like, I, t- Ugh, I just no. don't get it. No, and, and you know what? He, he worked It'd for... It'd be different if they like... But they were also, before that, rigid organizations. The Oakland A's were like big spenders back then when he was there. He, they were, that would be like... And they weren't allowed to have facial hair. Exactly. That's like, that was like if, he, if La Russa was managing um, another AL powerhouse, like not the Yankees, but, you know, one below... Um, I, I go, let's fucking just say uh, the Astros. And then you, you, then he goes to St. Louis. Like, that's fucking bananas. You know who, who they should have brought back and they really should have considered? I know he's got a cushy TV job now with the local station, and I said this to you before we went on air, is Ozzy Gian. Yeah. You know, am I, not Ozzy. Is, am I saying right Ozzy Gian? Ozzy Gian? Ozzy. Yeah, that's the, that's the old manager. Right? Yeah, he used to coach for them. Yeah, right. Okay, so I do have it right. But... But, I mean, that's the guy you should have had. Loud Latin flair would go with those players. Yeah. Tim Anderson being as loud as that. Like, come the fuck on. I know. It seems like 76. Dude, I I bet that they fucking tank it next year. You can't can't imagine that all those young guys are sucked. Like... See, that just seems so dumb. If Okay. Like, fuck my grandpa's here. Your business is made up of all these young, vibrant kids from all across the world. You bring, a, you bring in a CEO. You want to win. You want to be with the times. You bring in a CEO who does, literally doesn't even speak their language. Right. That is so fucking crazy to me that anyone can get a major league manager job without being bilingual. Yeah. Like, if it is what it is, which is, like, billion-dollar, less-now entity. Yeah. Like, well, bring in a guy that is, that, like, a clubhouse. Right. Camar- I don't know. Think that about La Russa this. is fucking crazy Here's high. a perfect example of what's going to happen. I, I guarantee it right the fuck now. Apple, when Steve Jobs... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can I hit it? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, when Steve Jobs was fired from Apple in the, like, mid-late 90s. Yeah. They brought in a guy from IBM who to be their CEO. And what happened? The company fucking tanked because it wasn't the same thought process. It wasn't the same mojo. It wasn't the same everything. 
it wasn't like in the mindset that Steve Jobs had and created with the company. And so it wasn't as creative. It wasn't what the same ingenuity. And it fucking bottomed out. Then Steve Jobs came back and saved the company. Yeah. With the iMac. With the iPod. Yeah. A guy working at IBM who was thinking about lines of just basic lines of code. Right. Creating something that's for the workspace. Never worked at Apple. And, and it fucking flopped. That's like bringing in Tony LaRussa, a guy who... That is so true. Not, is not in that mindset or the mold of what the game is now. Yeah. Or with those young players. They, they, I bet Tim Anderson looked at his phone and saw Twitter, and he's all like, wait, Tony LaRusso's my manager? Fuck. Yeah. Is this, a, is this bad grandpa? Yeah. Like, no. what is this? I know. What the fuck? I, I, would be, I would legitimately be pissed. Blew my mind that he even <laughs> wanted to. No. I get it, man. I get it. I feel like LaRusso played for the White Sox. Probably back in like the 1910s. I I have some visual. I have some visual in my head of like him in that old school White Sox jersey, you know? Mm. Let me look that up. Like what Tom did with the. uh, for Tim Raines. Or not Tim Raines. Um, Oh my God. What's his face? Um. Harold Baines. Yeah, he did play for him. Look, I mean, he's like oh. throwing out pitches for them and stuff. Wow. That is, that's going way back. You know who would have been a better call at that point? Put in a hothead like A.J. Pruszynski. Yeah, no shit. Hothead, yeah. fucking passionate. Let him flip the but bat. Let him have, He has zero management experience whatsoever. He's just been calling games for TBS. Yeah. Fuck it. Just throw him down. That would have been fun to watch. I mean, at that point, bring in fucking it, Joe Torre. He's 80. Ugh. <laughs> you know? Look how that worked out for the Dodgers. Yeah. Where he came from. It was a leather legend put in. You know what I mean? They spent all that money. They brought in the talent. And then they just put in a, a guy who was a legend in New York, but also played, in, played for the Dodgers. He played for the Dodgers and Cardinals. And was, what, a 220 hitter? He wasn't like a an amazing catcher, like, offensively. I don't remember defensively because that's well before my time. But that, that didn't that – didn't, I mean, they got to the, AL, the, to the NLDS and CS with yeah. him under, under the helm, but nothing of substance. Yeah, I forgot that Torrey was a Dodger. Yeah. It went Torrey, Mattingly. Roberts. Roberts. Yeah. In that time frame when they – Dave rebuilt. Roberts got him one, man. Job security. You think they would have canned him if they lost? Yes, one hundred percent. Yes. Yeah, they would have canned him. No if they doubt lost. in my mind. Um, here's something interesting. Colton Wong did not get his option picked up. Yeah, that's wild. Waiver wire, dude. Do you think anyone claims him? One year, twelve mil. It's a lot of money. Right when you have organizations laying off. Employees left and right. Like, we're going to see a shit ton of that. Yeah, it's a lot of money. I mean, who's safe? That's, I've, I, I got, I got, I got some from Steve Pull that shit up, dog. I got to find it. Give me two seconds. But yeah, I mean, Brad Hand, they, uh, the Indians just washed their hands clean of Brad Hand. He's one of the best relievers in the fucking game. To save a mill. Right. To save $1 million. 
one million dollars. Again, if Reds simply bring back a baseline roster with guaranteed contracts and normal arbitration raises, the payroll is $138 million. Last year was $148. Trevor Bauer will make $30 plus mil. Reds would have to raise payroll at least $20 million just to sign him. Not, not gonna happen. There's, uh, um, there's yeah, some other I saw stuff that on here. Riverfront, and I ran into Kyle, by the way, at uh, outside of Fulang Tang. Oh! Oh, yeah, it took me a second to recognize him with his mask on, but he was hanging. He called uh, Ray's in seven. Yeah, baby, if only. If only. Oh, here we go. It would not surprise me because that, that would mean the Reds kept their arbitration players due to raises. Lorenzen, Bradley, Goodwin, Casale, Castillo, Winker, Malley. Keep all of those names in mind. With guaranteed contracts and arbitration raises, payroll would be 138. Um, and then Lance tweeted, if hashtag Reds 2020 payroll was to be $146 million over full season, would it surprise you if $21 million payroll dropped to around $117 million minus the $28.9 million from 17.5 Bauer, 5.9 Disco, and 5.5 Galvis? Now, Disco and Galvis are also free agents. Yeah. Casal, here's what I'm going to say. Lorenzen stays, Bradley stays. Goodwin stays, Casale's gone, Castillo stays, Winker stays, Garrett stays, Malley stays. Out of those guys, who do you think is not going to be given an option? Yeah, not even be given the option, just get Colton Wong or Brad Handed. Right, who do you think out of those guys that I just listed? I mean, I just Goodwin? think it's Casale. Yeah, Kirk Casale, yeah, with, uh, yeah, I mean, with, you know, reigning gold glove winner, hopefully, Tucker Barnhart and Tyler Stevenson. That's kind of what you want. You want, you want them to split time. You want it to be a 50-50. Yeah, and, you, and, and when it, the 50% is Tucker Barnhart, you've got a guy who's won two out of the last four gold gloves. How wild is that? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, no, I mean, that, you, Tucker is in stone. Like, you, don't, you, don't, you can't cut him. I mean, he's, you have to have him. Yeah, one hundred. You must, you must have that guy. Right now, didn't Casale catch Sonny? Right. I wonder why that was. Just bigger Vandy. target or Vandy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Vanderbilt. Right. Yeah, I mean, out of that, I don't know. Yeah, Casale and Goodwin can't be Bradley. No, and you well, you also traded for Goodwin. Yeah. So he's on the tape. I, I Outfields, and it's not shambles in any way, shape, or form, because you have Shogo, who is now potential Gold Glove winner. Exactly. So I don't think you you cut ties with Goodwin. I think that he is a good fourth outfielder, but that means Castellanos plays the way that we expect him to next season. I feel like this was a microcosm. Like, these 60 games, like, he would hit doubles, but when he was cold, you know, he'd be cold for 15, 20 if games. If you're, if you, that's if a you're, third of the season. Exactly. So you, I, I, I think 162 favors this, organ, this, this team, this club, this organization. Well, favors every team. Every, every team, but us more. And yeah. Since you're based on, you're, 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 you're dependent on starting pitching and streaky hitting yeah. and not consistent hitting. Right. 
knowing that this team hit 212 last year and just hit and were the three true outcomes. You know that that number is going to get better, especially looking and knowing that Shogo finished with a 357 on base percentage and knowing how bad he was for the first month yeah. and wasn't even finishing games. Yeah, exactly. So, but all this, but back to my main point. My main point is you're going to see a lot of players be put on the waiver wire that the Reds could scoop up for cheap. Yeah. So keep your eyes out. An op- eyes out and ears open. If I'm Nick Crawl, I'm fucking, I'm, list- I'm seeing everything and trying to scoop in and swipe in. Yeah. What do you think? That you would like to think that that's going to be the outcome. I don't know. I mean, who do you think? Colton Wong and Brad Hand are pretty high-profile names. I mean, do you yeah. go in and get Brad Hand? I, you know what I would do? I would wait and see what else happens yeah, for the rest of the year. See who else falls. See what happens, man. I don't I know. I wonder if any of them will be like kind of a semi-tenured shortstop. A guy like uh, Simeon. Simeon's a free agent. Yes. Okay. Simeon's a free agent, but I mean, they're not gonna. They're not gonna. No one's waving Correa or anything. Like, who's a shortstop that could potentially get let go that you would be excited about? I'm going through the Rolodex in my head. I would. I don't know if Whit Merrifield is like signed through that long, or if it's arbitration. Yeah. If that's a deal of arbitration, be on the lookout. Yeah. I want that guy. Royals are broke. Be, yeah, yeah. Everyone's fucking broke. Merrifield would be a great fucking signing. Yeah. We would be first on the wire for that. Yeah. One. Yes, yes, please. One thing I heard today, I was listening to last week's Red Lake Nation, and one of their viewer mail things was trading for straight up Cattell Marte for Nick Senzel. Does that make you horny, or does that make your... Dick go limp. Little limp. Little limp. Just because I uh, I don't know. Marte's a hell of a player. It's a little limp, I think, just because of like what it means. Like the the failure. If that were to happen, then that is a failure of the Nixon Zell experiment, the Nixon Cell era, and that stings. I mean, okay. not a failure. I mean, a failure on his. I don't know. I I I still have too many emotions wrapped up in Nick Senzel. Yeah. Yeah. I I would love for him to be healthy, but I mean, if we could get Marte for him, it might be a steal because I just my gut and my what I've witnessed so far doesn't lead me to believe that Senzel can be an everyday guy. Think about this. Just think about this. You trade Senzel, you get Cattell Marte. You go. We'll start with left. Left field, you can put in Goodwin. Yeah. Or Stinky Winky. Center field, Shogo Akiyama. Castellanos and right. You could go. There's a lot of bev- there's a bevy of options here. But what's so nice is you could go Moose at first, uh, Marte at second. Go sign you D.D. Gregorius. Yeah. Gino at third. Stevenson Tucker behind the dish. Fado D.H. Ooh, dude, I would love to be able to put Papa Joey Just in, in that overall DH role. Spot. I have no doubt in my mind that 2020 was the precedent has been set. Those two rules are in stone. I think that they're in stone. Runners starting at second in extra innings. 
and uh, DH in the National League. I like both of them. I think, I kind of think the three pit, the three hitter rule. Yeah, I think that's going to disappear. I really do. Yeah, it didn't prove to like speed the game. It up didn't at all. all. No, it, no just it just kind of took some tools away from right. teams. It took. It also hurt the players. It hurt the players a lot. Yeah, because you've got a guy who's like, I'm a lefty specialist. I'm a righty specialist. Yeah, out but, of the yeah, pen. it wouldn't surprise me to see that go. I would love to see where we could see a JDVDH. He, and he has to prove it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm but not he also fumbled keep... in the field, a t- like a fair amount. Like not a fair amount, but you know, there were. It cost us. It cost us two wins. Yeah, it did. It did. Imagine that two wins in such a tight window would have. You know, up- we could have been four games over 500. Yeah, we would have. We would have been a two seed. Right. Right. We wouldn't have had to face the the buzzsaw that was the Braves in the first round. Yeah, we would have played who? The fucking Marlins? Tight. Yeah. Right, and we would have taken care of business in in that department. Yeah, that's an interesting one, man. So... There's a lot of options there. You can move Cattell to either short, second, whatever you want it to be. Or JDV at first. He gives he can play anywhere. And has a premier band. So was that is that just conjecture just, just, just or is conjecture. there any bones to just it? Just conjecture. And yeah. I thought it would be a fun one to bring up. Yeah, no, I mean I would love to have Marte on the roster. Cause Moose it, I'm Moose never really I felt like he never got started this year. He never got a start, chance. Start, stall, start, stall, start, stall. And especially in in a short season, you you, you you know you're so used to getting in your rhythm and routine, and he he couldn't do that. Yeah. So I feel like next year, that's going to make a huge difference. Wouldn't you agree? Especially with him just being able to go out. Do you like I? I guess it doesn't really matter if moves shuffles back and forth from first to second. No, you know, or it, third, yeah, or even third. Yeah, I was watching. I, listen, to how sad this is. I typed in uh, MLB loudest crowd reactions. That's not sad onto YouTube, and I was just watching. You know, like walk offs and and Moose catching the one in the World Series. Yeah, yeah. And he, when the Royals won the World Series, he got he was the put out at third base. I know. He threw the ball across the diamond to Eric Hosmer at third base, and uh, Kauffman Stadium exploded. I have heard nothing but great things about that ballpark. Yeah, I heard it's great. It looks cool. No, I heard. I, I, I would love to go to Kauffman. We should. That's the thing. Next year, if, you know, if ballparks are 25% capacity or whatever. We're going. We're going. Yeah, we're going to go. <sighs> the tour that never was. I know. It'll finally happen. If there's any minor league baseball. <laughs> That's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you got to do what you can. I've been, trying, I've been buying it just to help. Like, I got an authentic, what did I get? I got a number seven warm-up jersey. You saw that? That thing's dope. They That's email cool. me all the time, like, hey, we got deals. I'm like, I want, the Dragons are the ones that are the least likely. Yeah. They sell out every game, every fucking day. Yeah, I know. It's like you're fucking. I'm. I'm worried about Chattanooga. No, I'm not worried about Chattanooga. Greenville for sure. Yeah. And and Billings. Yeah. You know, who the fuck goes to baseball games in Billings, Montana? Yeah, I know. Imagine just getting drafted and just moving to Billings. What a dream. I'd do it. Fuck. Oh, in a fucking heartbeat. Have you ever? You've been out to Big Sky Country. I haven't. Oh my god. 
It's something. No, I haven't. I've never seen the planes. When I, when you drive out, you're there. You're like, oh, man, this is something. This is beautiful. Hey, this is you, God's country. And it's then you're like, and then you're landscape. like, and then you're like, what the fuck do I do out here? Yeah, right. What am I gonna <laughs> yeah. do? Yeah. How do I get internet? I don't see cables for miles. A lot of walking, a lot of thinking. Oh, I'm gonna have to start thinking because I'm gonna jack off to that. Yeah, that shit is crazy. Uh, I wonder how that how that that girl from software year turned out. Well, uh, I'll think about it. Uh, that's how she uh, looks in my brain. And then, and then you end up fucking a tuna melt. <laughs> yeah, that's you what happens. Get, you get yourself there. <laughs> get yourself there. You make it with extra mayo. I w- I'm interested to see where some of the big boys like. I would like to know who. Uh, um, DJ LeMahieu is going to play for next year. Dude, the the dick I would suck. The dick J I would suck. Yeah. To get him. The DJ I would give. Oh, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Come here, fist bump. <laughs> that's beautiful. Uh, what, oh, man, what I would do to get him in a fucking Reds uni. Ooh. But where would you put him? Is I know. I thing. mean, at that point. It, then that point, you relegate, you relegate Musta first. You put DJ at second. You just have a fucking scarecrow at short because you blew your wad. Yeah. If only he could play short. I don't know. <laughs> With all of the shifts and everything. It, ex- that's so he? true. Could he? That's so true. How many times in a game is a shortstop standing where a fucking shortstop stands? But he's standing where a second baseman stands in the shift. Yeah. In the back. So I don't know, but that's he, a really good. I think DJ Lemayhew is a Gold Glover, though. I'm not at, at his at, at second. I'm not. I'm not sure. He's a stud. I remember watching him. Uh, he won a, a world title or a, a national title with LSU. Yeah. And I, I remember watching him. He was on fire that College World Series. Now, I think you might be one of the 15 people who watched the College World Series. I've never sat down and watched a. Full I loved it. I used to want to play in it. I used to he think I was going to play in it. A three-time Gold Glove winner, two-time batting champ, consecutive. He's like it's uh, um, no NL twenty sixteen, AL twenty twenty batting champion. No, but Silver did, he, did he not win it last year? I thought he. I thought he won it two years in a row. Mm-mm. Nope. Huh. Nope. But. Man, how dumb do the fucking Cubs look? Lost him in... Tw- he was with the Cubs 2011, then Rockies. went to the Rockies 2012, 2018. What trade was he a part of then at that point? I have no idea. That's that's a do-do-do-do-do. Hold on, here we go. Oh, he, the Cubs traded LeMayhew and Tyler Coven to the Rockies for... Okay, Casey Weathers and Ian Stewart. Ian Stewart was a serviceable... Was he serviceable? No. He wasn't. He was out of the league the next year. He was out of the league the next year. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Not even in the fucking league. Whoops. Yikes. So. God, you can just go down stats forever. Forever. Now, here's the question. Uh, it is now um, 11, 12 p.m. We have... 48 minutes until Nick Castellanos makes his decision. Yeah. Will he He's or will he not be? A, okay. Yeah. We're in the same boat. He's a red. I we, mean, it's we like talked it's about the, everything that you, that we've just been saying, every team's broke. 
He's not going to go out there and find a better deal than the one he has right now. What do we get him? Four years, 64? Like Four a, years, 164. Oh, 164. Correct. Yeah, 164. This is the one. This is the year where it's it drops. It's 11 million, I believe, this year. He's not going to go out and, and make more than that. No, for sure not. No. The only player who's going to make more than that that plays the outfield is Marcelo Zuna. Yeah. And, and it's because he bet on himself, took a one year, and went out and played out of his fucking mind. But where does he go? Yeah, San right. San Francisco? Right. That's not a bad that's not a bad off the bat guess. San Francisco fucking Angels can't pay him. No. Mariners? No, they can't they don't want to pay anybody. You know uh Back to Miami? No, they're not gonna pay anybody either. Miami's in a good spot. Miami's got a young Maybe about Boston? That's not a bad call. Yeah, Boston Red Sox. No, that's not a bad call. I'm not a, I'm not against that. Yeah. Boston makes sense to me. Um, and what would they think, give him? Like three, uh, one ten? Oh, that's absurd. I would say you'd give him three eighty-five. Okay, maybe that might still be absurd, but that's what's crazy. Like, who knows? This is an unprecedented offense. Yeah, this is a this is coming a, off of a sixty-game season where you can't trust any of the results, no. good or bad. And everyone's broke. Right, which is what we've been saying this whole time. And everyone's the broke as fuck. Right. You're laying off hundreds of people at a time. I, I, fuck. I don't know. I don't think the sport's fucked. I don't think it's fucked. The NBA might be the most fucked. Might be the most fucked. Even though, what was it? The guy who owns the Jazz sold it for what? 3.5, 3.8 billion? Yeah. How is basketball? I mean, I get it's a, a quote unquote global sport. Or three point eight in Utah. In Ute in Utah. And the jazz, the jazz. The Jazz are like whether and I I'm not fully educated in the NBA, but like in my mind, the Jazz are like a small market team. I know that they have money and they've brought in some stars, but I mean, like, they're not a huge perennial no, anything. They're a mid market, for I sure. I mean, they're they're king in Utah, right? But like, still, still, every time I think about the Utah Jazz, I think about the Rory Yeah, yeah. Do you know that one? Uh-uh. He's like, uh, he's like, you know, whenever I think about. Uh, he's like, you know, some some teams get displaced or whatever, and they change their names, but. The one that doesn't make any sense is the Utah Jazz. You know, Utah, full of jazz and nightlife. <laughs> Not full of just white people and crazy religion. Yeah. If you heard a Mormon play jazz, it'd be like, hello, we're the Utah Jazz. <laughs> yeah, no uh, shit. Such a good bet. Yeah. Play less games in a smaller arena. Yeah. I I just don't get it. Yeah, it's outdoors. You're not even like yeah, it's they so lost weird. what, ten billion dollars this year? They publicly came out and said, like, we're fucked. We lost this much money. Ten billion. I think it was something like that. They lost a shit ton of money. Without the fans being there, they do- they that's crazy. When I say like ten billion, it might have been ten or three. It doesn't fucking matter. It wasn't B-b-b-billions. Billions. 
they still they only dipped ten percent. Yeah, <laughs> that's gross. So much money at play. Yeah, who knows? I all I so, can yeah. hope is that Nick Crawl wants to be good at his fucking job. He will be good. He's been there since two thousand three. He wants to fucking make a statement. He's gonna be fine. Yeah, Castellini is just fully on his way out. You gotta assume he's ninety nine years old. Yeah. <laughs> Right. And Nick's just a young, healthy guy. He's fucking got it. He'll be fine. He's got this on, he's got it on lock. Oh, boy. It's doing it again. How excited do you think Trevor Bauer is? He's about to be so rich. As broke as everyone is, Bauer's getting paid. But here's my thing with Bauer. Will we pay? I think we have, if he wins the Cy Young, we have to pay him, of course, what I've been saying this whole time. But... He tweeted, he was like, it was about Tucker getting the gold glove. And he quote tweeted it, whatever, like Tucker was just like, if it wasn't for Bauer, like, you know, he was such a great pitcher. He was so great to work with. I saw that, yeah. He was like, it's just a matter of time till I see you again. Yeah. He wants to be back. Clearly. He's signaling that he wants to come back. He's like tweeting with the emojis and like, just wait, I'll see you soon. Right. I think Bauer wants to be a red. I think his I think his baseball history IQ, his respect for baseball is high enough that he realizes what it would mean to win a Cy Young and then win a World Series as he yeah. the greatest Reds pitcher of all time. I just don't want him to I just don't want to see him with a big old bat across his chest yeah. that's tilted with a cardinal on one side and a cardinal on the other. That would be sickening. That would hurt. That would hurt my guts. That a would ton. hurt so bad to face him three, four times a season. And and I, I think I brought it up earlier in the season, but when he did the vlog when he was in St. Louis and they were like in the hallways, like he was like, man, that's a lot of banners. Wow, that's a lot. Wow, that's a, wow, okay, that's a, that's a lot. I'm like, hey, man, don't suck our rival's dick, dude. Where I'm, like it was enough where he's like, "Well, oh, they have a." Tra-. He was like, "They have a tradition of winning." I'm like, "You should now have a tradition of shut the fuck up, yeah, guy." So I don't know. I, I, it would devastating. Anywhere but St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. Or a Cubs. Yeah, or a NL Cubs Central unit. just heard enough, but I yeah. think the Cubs are broke as fuck. I don't. These, they are too. They laid off so many. Fucking that would be people. surprising if the Cubs went and got them, but like I don't know that. Oh man, that would be hard to fucking come back from losing Bauer to either of them. Yeah, that would suck a lot. That would suck the most. It would indeed, man. But my best bet, if Bauer does not sign with the Reds. I think, I think, for some reason, it's not going to be the A's or the Angels. I or the A. Maybe the A's go deep, but I don't see them doing that with their pitching either. I don't. I don't know if the Yankees shell out the long term the money. They don't want a nuisance. They don't want a guy who's loud and vocal like that. No, they don't. That's not against the Yank. That's against the Yankee way. It might be the Braves. They have the money. That they would be have... so crazy. Dude, if he goes there. World beaters. Soroka. Yeah, Freed. Freed. Bauer. 
right? Um, dude, lock up. Just lock it up. That's theirs. That's, that's their title. Yeah, they win a World Series. Yeah. A straight-up killer dynasty. Well, he's going to be a red. Let's hope. He's going to be a red, let's only hope dude. For that. He's going to be a red. Uh, you want to round third and head for home? Let's round third and head for home as much as we can, Bill. Let's do it. Um, uh, Here's what I got. Uh, let's uh, be on the lookout for Bond with Friends. It's my podcast where I talk about James Bond movies. That's sick. Follow Billy. Tell your friends to follow Billy. Tell your friends to look up Drinking at the Kids Table by Billy DeVore. Uh, Released m- mid-pandemic. Mid-pandemic, baby. How crazy is that? May. May 15th. It's been that long. It's pretty fucking cool that you had it yeah. locked. In the can, ready to go. Yeah, man. So do a, that. I still haven't paid for the vinyls or out of May because um, wh- when are we going to be out in public to do that? Pop, pop, to, hungy. Yeah, pop, pop, hungy. So, do that. Just buy my al- listen to my album, buy my album, and then listen to my new podcast where I talk with comedians that I love and curated a butt list of James Bond movies to watch with. So, are you guys watching with them, or are they watching it and they're, then coming? They're going to watch it, and then we're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about, like, the plot, how that was in it, the cars, the gadgets, the Bond ladies, and then my favorite topic, why I picked it for them. That's cool. I like that angle. Yeah. Why I picked it for you. Yeah. That's a good listen, man. I fuck, I'm into that. Thank you. No, that's a good idea. Uh, me, I'll plug. Don't know if it's going to happen or not, but I will be at the Laughing Post Comedy Club in Georgetown next weekend. That's going to be awesome. The 7th and the 8th. If it goes down, it's going to be fucking great. And I'll I, be there the next I'll be there the next weekend. Yeah, I'm I'm like thrilled to do it. So, I hope that that gets to happen, man. I hope so too. I do hope that that gets to happen. Um, thank you to Armchair Media. Thank you to Manscaped and Bet Online, our premier online betting sponsor. Promo code Armchair. Armchair. So thank you so much for listening, and as always, go Bradlegs and stay nasty. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. 
The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.